Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Deploy with Garrison. Today we are without Zach, so I won't introduce him first again. We'll go alphabetical. So, hey Alan, how are you? I'm I'm doing all right. Getting ready for uh, Store Champ. Running the Store Good. Champ. Yeah, yeah, it's this coming weekend, right? So, yes, yes, it is. Uh, this Saturday. Yeah, it's so gonna be gonna be good. So tomorrow for patrons, three days ago for everyone else. You know. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Time. August nineteenth. Don't revive it. Yeah. Um. And well, I suppose I'm Chris. I'll be the host again because it, it's always me. It's fine. I, I I enjoy it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think you're the best at it. So. We'll just we'll just stick with this just, kid. Just to quantify, the best out for three of us, not the best podcast host. Out you know, of the three I, people I, who do this cast, it's fine. I wasn't. I wasn't going to say. I wasn't going to say the quiet part out loud, but you know. But <laughs> <laughs> man, I, I know how big my ego is. It's fine. I don't need more. <laughs> um. So yeah, it was uh, relatively short notice. We weren't sure if Zach was going to make it or not. So we kind of and odd on what we we're going to talk about all of us have played games obviously we won't spoil zach's games but um i got a game in with my scarif against tempest force and alan ran some tempest force so we're going to talk about tempest force a little bit more uh, our thoughts and feelings have both evolved mainly in line possibly i don't know the thoughts and the feelings are they consistent i guess we'll find out yeah, and then for the main topic, we're going to touch on a little bit of um, self-policing and like balancing, and you know, kind of running your own groups, that kind of stuff. You wanted to go over, Alan? Yeah. So it, this this is purely a selfish topic because um, as a highly, I mean, not competitive, motivated, travel, <laughs> motivated. Yes, I would say I I'm competitive in my own mind in that whenever I'm playing a game, I like to win. Unfortunately, my family tells me that I'm a sore winner and a sore loser. Um, so it feels better <laughs> ah, to win. dream combination. Yeah. Well, so I, I like to win, but I also want to help grow my community and foster getting people better at the game. And I'm struggling with the line of, this is the new thing, I want to try it, but it's it might be an NPE. And also, like, I want to get as good as I can with whatever list I'm working on, which, you know, you just need reps with. But, you know, when everybody else is, they just want to play the game, you know, playing against the meta list gets old after a while. And, it, like, it's a conversation that I've had locally where it's just like, hey, you know, maybe we should ban Dark Troopers or whatever. And it's like, well, there's two people that are playing Dark Troopers right now. So, obviously, I am the problem but I'm struggling to balance myself yeah. because I, yeah. I want to help well, the new players get going and get better at the game. But I also don't want to just curb stomp them all the time because that's not fun for anyone. Yeah. Well, well, well I think we're going to probably bounce into and out of officers mess and main topic here. Cause unless I get you to reverse the order of your games, um, I, mean, second I, game I could first, do that. So we'll do that. We can do that. If we if we open with mine, um, and then we can go do yours. I'll get the officers' mess out of the way, and then we can keep sure. on on point for a one hour show. We we went over last time. We can do it though. I'm confident it well, should be keep, a third shorter. 
Yeah, let's 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 make it shorter. We'll do like a forty-five minute show this week to make up for last week. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I ran my Scarif list, but I made one change of swapping IG out for Bosk because that meant I had fifty percent of my list painted. There you go. No, it's progress. If I change my list to use painted models, I've painted more of my list. Exactly. Yeah. It, it counts. I see the logic. Uh, oh, um. I I just didn't want to keep on the struggle. I hadn't played in a while. I think it was like getting towards four weeks since I'd managed to get a game in. And as we discussed in the past, Bosk has got that lower floor. It's easier. I know exactly what I want to do with him. He's been in the vast majority of my um, my scum games. I generally always feel Bosk because I feel like he complements that um, Shadow Collective kind, kind of pretty well. Um, sure. And yeah, he did good. He he was the star of the show, unfortunately, for Brian. Um I played into Tempest Force. Um I lost the bid um because I I think I, I had like a two point bid, he had a three point bid. So we were using his deck and we he had um some some weird options if you think back to our previous discussion. But we were on long march with um, rapid. So no, come on. Which which version of Tempest was he running? Was he running two and three bikes, or was he running a triple ATST? It, it was two ATSTs. So um, Marquand, is it? Marquand, Major Marquand, Major Marquand, and an ATST with all of the guns. Uh, no. It, it was the one we discussed. Didn't have the um, range three gun. Mortar oh, so you went and... grenade and mortar, huh? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I think that's the correct choice, personally. I don't know. I, I've been swayed into a cheaper AGST. Uh, then he had um, three bikes with transponders. He had two naked scouts, and he had two stormtroopers with just astromex. Interesting. So nine acts? Yeah. Nine activations. And we were long march with hostile environment and it was key positions. I wasn't overly worried about um, long march because my Scarif list has got um, a decent amount of range four. I've got snipers to reach out to range five. Uh, if he comes into I, I can sit a little bit deeper. I don't have to sit right on the line, if you know what I mean, to be able to shoot. Right. Um Key positions was awkward on long march with uh, the deployment we had, though. I almost made a mistake and then remembered Zach's game from last week. Um, for my key position, there was a building right on the just outside of my deployment zone that was touching the table edge. So it was like blocked off. And I was going to make mm. that. It was like, no, because then he can be on the other side of it and I can't shoot him either. Right. So I moved it to a tiny bit of rubble, just kind of in the middle of nowhere, um, which was cl still close to me. But like, either one of us was going to have to jump on it late. It wasn't something we could hide on early. Um, he did the same. He had a big block of crates that was close to his deployment zone and had uh, just... It started off with a unit of scouts. It was just there forever. And then they came out and a unit of stormtroopers who'd used their uh, astromech drop back onto it. 
sure, and kind sure. of, you know, tag teamed in and out to make sure he always had control of it. I mean, not that it matters. You only need it at the end anyway, but whatever. Right, right. And yeah, then you just hide until the last round. Or you can't hide ATSTs, Owen. You, you're not that, hiding them. Absolutely. Well, it's highly unlikely. You could have terrain that's big enough. There was two that's pieces really of terrain, terrain on the table that blocked, uh, didn't block it, gave him cover. Sure. But yeah, I gave him heavy cover as well, but whatever. Doesn't matter um, if you roll crits. Yeah. And he skated forwards, and I was like, I feel bad, because I pointed out that they have skate two, not skate one. So then it was like, all right. So we moved them back and then checked all the distances for skate two instead and moved them further forwards. Then he his first activation was um, Ma- uh, Major Marquand, Marquand mm-hmm. and um, he dragged the other ATSD forwards a little bit as well with, uh, is it Squadron on me? Something like that? I believe so, yes. Yeah. Um, which put him just in range of one of my, uh, no, it's still, yeah, Mark was, wasn't in range after the move, but he, I wasn't in range of him either. It's just his range four main gun, and he shot one of my sniper teams that was in heavy cover. So I was like, cool, whatever. Did he um, even do anything? Um, I think he killed my spotter. Oh, yeah. But I'd, I ended up with first activation and um, I had shot one of his bikes and done a wound on his bike with the thing that he could shoot. So sure. like, whatever. I was touching terrain in heavy cover, low profile. We we take those. Um, it was just that kind of back and forth. I was I would plink um, a shot into something until he moved his second ATST up and then I just opened up every unit that had a heavy would split fire to like um no turn one whatever it doesn't matter we don't need this level of detail i'm just i'm worried we might have a really short show so kind of padding but you've got two games to go through basically i through turn one every one of my units shot and i did 12 damage to the atsd in turn one you don't have any like dedicated impact in that list either you just that's the a lot two of crits. De- the two dark troopers Oh, the two death troopers. Sure, they have the yeah. They have impact one and a decent range. Sure, um, but, but still, so impact two. It's not a lot. Yeah, in, impact two. Every other unit's got at least critical one though. Sure, uh, and Bosk surges to crit. I right. fire supported a mortar with Bosk's shot, um, just to give me crit, um, like a bunch of extra white dice to to put play with. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. How many aims did you um, have at that point? Uh, this wasn't a lion weight turn either. This was just like just cause. Um, okay, yeah, fair enough. Uh, I felt bad because I hadn't played in a while. I was I was like, well, Hunter will give me a name, and I'll have my aim from my action. So, oh no, Hunter doesn't give you a name because it's not a character; it's not, a vehicle. Yeah, it's not a trooper. Yeah, so then I felt stupid, but I'd already declared it, and so I was like, oh, whatever. Um, and yeah, I I didn't I didn't feel like I was overly lucky. I mean, I think the the mortars consistently landed a crit kind of thing, sure. which aim shoot so five with dice mor- rolls on a white. Yeah, yeah, with a mortar, typically they just get crits. It's either crits or nothing, really. Yeah, um, I. You're more likely to get a crit than not. 
Yeah, on a mortar. I d- it's not like I was getting three crits from a mortar. I'm getting no. one. He's rolling sure. a white dice and failing his save because it's a single white dice save. Sure. Like, the only save he passed was from Bo- was from Bosk's shot, which was pierced anyway. And then it got pierced. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yikes. But he had his two um, Astromex, so repaired the damage. So he was left on one. And my last activation was running Krennic out into the open to be at range uh, range two to shoot him oh with his pistol. Because <laughs> he's like, his crit too. Yeah, and oh he's got PS1. Gosh. If I roll a crit, the ATST dies in turn one, and I feel like a god. Unfortunately, Krennic didn't achieve it. We stood amongst Bosk's achievements, not Krennic's. <laughs> um <laughs> Which meant turn two, I had to um, play um, Ambition. Let's see. Um, hit uh, one pip. Am- yeah, Voracious yeah. Ambition. Because I have Cunning, he doesn't. So I knew I was going to get to go first anyway. Yeah. So if Krennic so, was in danger... So you last, I first, can... you last first with yeah. Krennic. Uh, no, I actually went with Bosk. I popped Bosk's um, standing on um, Seize the Initiative um, gotcha. to guarantee Bosk and then killed him with Bosk. Sure. A name shoot with boss is going to give me a crit. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I mean, yeah. Hopefully. Five five dice with a reroll. I got a crit. He died. Yeah. I figured that was mathematically better because there was no war I could get Krennic to that if that, it was going to take two ATSD shots, basically. Yeah. Uh, and at range two, so no cover. Yeah, that's like a bad time. I was frustrated. This is the one time I felt bad about the... Um, the silhouettes and everything because the way it was set up it was the tatooine domed buildings and we had some crates stacked up next to them and there was a sliver between the crate and the curve of the dome where you could see maybe a millimeter of the um the silhouette from the top corner of one of the atsts sure and well, I'm like, it's it's yeah, hard to it's cool. hard to hide from an ATSD, um, but it, it's weird. It's hard to visualize. Like, I, I don't I, disagree. I knew it was like it, it, it's not. I'm not complaining about the game. You know what I mean? Sure. It is what it is. Yeah. But it was like because there was nowhere I could go if I hadn't have ran him out. He stood like say I can't hide. I can't hide by being far away. I have to get really close behind something tall. It's sure. the only way I can hide from it. Sure. And it was the fact that I couldn't quite make it to be just behind the crates because I didn't have the movement speed to get to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. I had to take 100%. some of the building and yeah, it was, that was hype. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I took a pain I th- in, but yeah, I think part of that is defining the terrain at the beginning. It's like, Hey, you know, there's this gap here. It doesn't actually exist. Like, you can't shoot through this gap type of thing. Uh, I mean, yeah, no, I don't. If, 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 but it has to be something I you feel, discuss at yeah, the beginning I feel of the game. Like, I feel like if my opponent brought that up about, I feel like I'd feel worse about it. You know what I mean? It's very much a feelings thing. The fact sure. that you'd have to. And like I said, he could see me. He's got, I'm in range two for his grenades. So I'm not getting cover. Don't worry about it. Krennic sure. took three or four wounds, I think. Um, That's not bad. They didn't fire everything. 
um, at me. Or maybe just roll badly then. Yeah, he, would... he must have just rolled badly. Yeah, because yeah. he only um, would have got four or five through cover. That's, yeah, that's not great. Um, no, in fact, I'm just lying to you. He fired the grenade launcher at Krennic to. So it was only two black. So I took wounds. So sure. I must have taken damage from the speeders that were coming around, which coming is around why I had to. Yeah, whatever. Krennic was not happy after that turn. He had one wound left at the end of the turn. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, but I killed ATST turn two. At the top of turn two, I, I killed one ATST. The, then he'd used the Tempest Force rapid reinforcements to drop a naked scouts behind me. Old strategy. I just, I just piled everything in to try and deal with them because it, it would have negated all of my cover. Because obviously yep. I'd set up to try and get cover at range from the HSTs. They would have had to push past the center objective to negate my cover. Whereas in I can right. use my crit one shots into him at my leisure because they're all range four. Sure. I, I did very little movement in this game. There was a lot of this is my dug-in positions. Would you like to walk into it? Um, yeah. The deploy of a garrison turn was good because obviously my both units of death troops got sentinel. Yep. Um, so it was like, I'm going to activate this bike. Okay, I'm going to shoot the ATST. Yep. You don't have to shoot at the unit yeah. that's triggering the standby. Once it's triggered, yep. you may make an attack action or a move action. Doesn't say where you have to go. Yeah, I just had two big sentinel bubbles. Um, that were um, triggering my death troopers shots into ATST, so they got a decent amount of value. He tried to take them out, but it kind of alternated. He took one unit down to heavy and the leader, which I didn't sure. care about because I'm just shooting. I'm either shooting at bikes, which I'd have to switch to range two guns and chase the bikes to try and get through them. Sure. But or I'm going to take pot shots at the ATST with my heavy anyway. Yep. Um, they, it's your source of impact. Kind of got to yeah. deal with that. Uh, but because he'd taken out three guys from a unit in one goal, he kind of ignored them for a little bit, focused on the other unit, try and chip away at that. But I just passed yeah. all my saves, you know? Yep. Like, it happens. They were in heavy cover. Right, I'll, I'll take the heavy cover and some red surgeon saves. It's fine. Sure. And yeah, I was, I moved on. I think it was kill an ATST just so that I don't feel as scared of the firepower coming in. Because one ATST shooting at you a turn is going to do some damage, maybe wipe out a unit. But if I kill the speeders, I should still have enough unit leaders at the end of the game. You know what I right. mean? That yep. was my plan. If I can bring one down, I should be okay. If I can't, the game's done. Whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, it tempest seems to be similar binary type of thing almost it's like do you have enough impact or crits to deal with them or not well, that's it's similar one of the things to, i was gonna bring oh, similar up. to dark troopers you now can you deal with it or not yeah right. maybe for the we'll get onto the three when we get to you again but basically i've got impact two and critical six in the list i think and a bosk and one of those criticals is on Krennic. No, Krennic, Krennic and Boss surge to crit, but one of them is right. Krennic. You know what I mean? So you have, you have three, you had three shore mortars. Uh, two mortars, but the shore troopers have got the T twenty one Bs as well. 
Right. Okay. So that's critical four, and then two yeah. units with surge crit. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and then the snipers have got pierce, so if I get a crit, it goes through. Right. You know, and I'll roll two black dice fishing for a crit. It's not. Right. Not ideal, but like it's right. there. What What else am I going to shoot when you've literally hidden all of your other troops behind the uh, the AGST, so I can't uh, see you anyway. That's... That's that's a hundred percent. Yeah, um, and, uh, that's the thing. All right. So, what else do you want to shoot? You can complain that I get a shoot. crit, but it's the only thing you gave me to shoot. So, I'm yep. going to shoot it. I'm not going to not yep. fire. Like, I'm already in heavy cover with low profile. A dodge isn't going to help me. I'm going to aim, shoot, and try and plink a damage onto your ATST. Sure. Um. So yeah, but I I don't know. I I didn't feel like I got lucky in that I fired nine of my 10 activations at a single ATST. You know what I mean? So, sure. But I don't know. I sh- there's a new Legion dice calculator, isn't there? I should look at it and see how jammy I am or not. Yeah. Uh, maybe you got lucky. Maybe you didn't. I don't know. Um, yeah. So. So, so yeah, uh, just before we get, I'm not going to go into detail on anything else. That was the main part of it is that like, 12 wounds to an ATST in one turn from nine activations that doesn't really focus on impact. So maybe you don't have to be that scared if you can get good good field position and just shoot it. Yep. ATS, I don't feel like the Dark Troopers. They're not red saves with, you know, aggressive tactics, um, surges or whatever. Yep. Yeah. The no, white it's saves. a fair point. It's a fair point. Yeah, and those white saves, yeah. I don't know. They didn't really show up for me, so... Yeah, it didn't. They showed up towards the end of a game for him, but at that point, there was no threats to any of my stuff. So I literally had just everything just kept piling in. So I, I switched priority over to the bikes after that. Took the bike. I think I left him with one bike left, which I stopped being bothered about because it was in it a weird position. Important. Yeah, it was going to struggle to get back to contest the center one, and then I killed it later on with you know a nothing better to shoot split and fire shot kind of thing. I think right. I, um, I, I, it was a three shot, three different target shot from my death troopers. I um, I recovered to the red gun, shot a red gun at the bike, the white pistols at the scout, single remaining scout trooper who had like seven suppression on him, <laughs> who I just couldn't kill for the entire game. Um, oh my and goodness. then the heavy at the ATST. But it was like, yeah, living the dream. Three different attack pools. Um, <laughs> wow. Eh, whatever. Uh, it was fun for me. <laughs> uh, that's why I, I like them uh, on the side tangent there, but I, I do like that about the Death Troopers and the Mandos, uh, the Super Commandos, being able to do so many different pools. So you, could, you can really add a surprising amount of suppression and stuff to things when you need to. Yep, absolutely. Like, the flexibility is nice, 100%. Yeah. Um, and then I took out um, the second HST, went down around, like, end of turn four-ish, turn, um, going into turn five. So he had two turns where he had to play standing orders. Yep. Um, and at that point, I, I, I had... Boss reptilian rampage to finish him off. You know, he's going to shoot the AGS. Um, he's going to shoot and then shoot again. I don't care about aiming. I'll just fish for crits with ten dice instead of a reroll. Right, yeah, whatever. Um, and then I'd position Bosk was on that throwaway objective, 
and was in range of his stormtroopers. So going into a last turn, he was going to run run to a center, and it was all about the orders of poke and pull. And it would have been I would have had to be really really unlucky to not win the game at that point. Sure, because oh, like I engaged units to pull pull his units off, and he was having to do like naked dice from stormtroopers to actually kill my mortars which had moved up to contest as well sure um and bosk can suppress off the um his objective so he's not holding that but the one interesting thing from the game other than the like result and every, all of that stuff was um tempest force bounty hunter's worst nightmare there's no bounty oh that's right <laughs> there's no commander there's no operatives yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, well, Bosco, um, wonder why he came. Yeah, hard counter. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> Still loses. Um, yeah. So no, it was good. I got two games in, and I'm going to go reverse order uh, again to try and talk about balancing the other stuff. So, um, second game was against um, Sean, who's basically been my sparring partner for both Shatterpoint and Legion at this point. I, I don't know how it ends up, but we just keep playing against each other. But um, he brought, he he made some more adjustments to his, um, he's using a Cody double ISP, double bark list. Um, he made some more kind of adjustments. Uh, he went back to beam cannons on the um, ISPs, but what it does have is the surge crit if you're fire supporting. So he's got some extra critical there. And then he had two units that had, so boil with a rocket, uh, naked squad with a rocket and a medic. And then fives with the medic, uh, regular clone commander. And then Cody double barks, double ISPs. Um, and I had a 10 point bid which was not enough because he brought a 12-point bid. Oh, uh, yeah. Feels bad, man. Feels bad, man. Uh, I think... Uh, and I was running triple uh, triple ATSD because I wanted to try the meme. Um, and I am not convinced as much of a meme as maybe we initially thought. I think there's definitely some... Uh, pardon the pun. I think triple ATSD has legs. Um, Six of them. Six, in fact, yes. But um, we played on Rollout, War Weary, and Intercept Transmissions, which is his battle decks, and so unfortunately it wasn't quite as good as I was hoping it would be. And he has a lot of range for impact that I, I had to be wary of. I think that absolutely just using Scout 2 on your, your ATSDs is a trap. And uh, in this case, I held them back a little bit. I did deploy them out of the deployment zone just so I could get them positioned better. But um, the terrain, the, the map ended up where there ended up being this kind of bottleneck area of these huge pieces of terrain. Um, they weren't line of sight blocking except for one of them, but it never came into effect where it's completely blocking line of sight from or to my ATSDs, but um, there's this area in the middle where, you know, the intercept point was that it was difficult for us to kind of play around, like cramming three ATSDs in there versus his two ISPs and barks were coming in and all of his other stuff. It, it just made for a weird 
weird game. Um, but fundamentally, I was able to get my ATSDs into that middle section and keep them alive by either backing them up or taking shots on things, prioritizing targets that would damage me um, and trying to bring the ATSDs in and out as needed. Um, and definitely not rushing them in there as quickly as I maybe initially had planned. Because um, my ATSCs, I've got Marquand and then uh, the just grenade pilot and um, link targeting array. So very short range ATSCs. They do want to get up in your grill, but uh, there's a lot of things screaming at me. Don't just rush them in there. They're just going to get chewed apart. Um, and it, it ended up being the correct call. And it, it was a little touch and go. He did get um, two of the ATSDs and Marquan down to two wounds left uh, by the end of the game. But I was able to block shots with the ATSDs for the most part from the troops and then get them up in that middle where, you know, start around two, I was controlling that center objective all the way through turn six. So uh, ended up being four, eight, four me. It, it was a good back and forth game on that one. Um, but I, I was able to control the center is what it comes down to on yeah. uh, intercept because the ATSDs just a got in the way and B um, killed everything that was close enough. And he just couldn't safely move his troops up quickly. I enough. think the thing I find I'm finding from my experience of playing it and like, the, like the, having to shoot the snipers or like opting into shooting the snipers at the ATSDs and stuff like that is, it's just a wall that you can't shoot through. So yep. yeah, you'll get them down, but it's how much of the mission you're getting to play. Right. Yeah, basically I used them as a giant wall for the most part. Yeah. And in some cases, like an ATSD was able to block line of sight to another ATSD. Yeah. Where he I just mean, could not shoot Marquand in the back. Um, but... That made things a little awkward when Marquand was going to shoot because he obviously didn't have targets as well. Um there was a couple of times where basically I was able to offset the ATSDs where I had Marquand had heavy cover from the ATSD in front and I could shoot around because of I can draw line of sight from this other one. So yes, his ISP had heavy cover, but I can shoot around it. Yeah. Um, type of thing. So how much impact is that taught in then? Uh, obviously the main guns on these. So, so the oh. IS, the ISPs, uh, they had the beam version, yeah, so. and so he was basically just trying to roll crits. Um, yeah. But when you can beam through each one of those, there's plenty of it's opportunity of, for crits. Yeah. I'm assuming um, he just beamed the ATSTs every round. Uh, he did beam into uh, one of my Stormtrooper squads just because it was the only thing left, but he was trying to beam ATSTs every time. I think, uh, it, do, you, do you have the Astromex in those storms? So I have binoculars on mine, oh, um, yeah. and I've definitely, I I have mixed feelings. So we had this conversation off air, didn't we? Yeah, I, I, I yes, went through why. I liked, yeah. I liked having the aims, um, and that's my experience with Blizzard Force and having the single ATSD. Um, I am coming around a little bit thinking that maybe having the repair bots just to get one more turn out of an ATSD is, is a clutch, clutch moment. In this case, I managed to on a couple of the turns roll enough saves that i did get one more turn 
but having Astromex to make sure I got that definitely would have had value in that case. I think um, so. But I, I will say every aim that I had, except for like one or two, I used and needed. Um, oh, yeah. So I mean, having the, the accurate ATSCs, shots on the ATSCs is big. Yeah, like you're going to roll white dice from a main gun somewhere. So having extra aims is always going to be useful. But yep. you can't aim if you're dead. True. 100%. Um, so I might try adjusting things, but uh, I'm seriously considering buying a, a third ATST just to play around with this a little bit longer. Um, I haven't decided yet. It's, I'm focusing on running this next tournament and then we'll figure it out later. But um, yeah, it's definitely back and forth, but ultimately I, I just got in the way and I killed enough of the units that were close to me that he just couldn't get bodies to the center. I think that's what I managed to do right in that game. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. but yeah, that is <laughs> going from one ATSC to three is an adjustment on. It's like, yeah, I know how to play an ATSD. I know how to, the tricks to moving them around and planning ahead and stuff like that. But once you get two more ATSDs in there, it, it gets harder to plan those out. Yeah. Um, There's only so many places they can be and also be useful. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Especially when you're running only grenade launchers, like the main gun is fine, but you really need to try and get more dice. Um, you just need the bigger pools in this, you know, everything having cover or something like that. So having a big pool and getting rid of covers is a big deal. Um, and then going back to my first game uh, was against, um, I would say he's, uh, a newer player he's definitely he's definitely improving he's improved a lot um unfortunately the way that the the flop happened uh it was just going to be difficult for him um so we ended up with hemmed in bombing run and limited biz um and this was against a 501st uh, what did i post once you because you took pictures of the flop yeah and then uh, sent it sent them to the chat right yeah, and I think my response was GG, well played. Yep, yeah, and unfortunately, that's about how it ended. Um, it did. We both got all three bombs off. Um, but I, I was one unit leader away from tabling them at the end of the game. So, yeah. Um, I think he, the mistake that he made was splitting up his forces, um, too much, um, and it just. Basically, you know, I sent my ATSTs after the two units he put in the left of uh, him did, wiped those out, and then I brought the ATSTs back around to face his main force while all my troopers just went to that freshly empty area. So my troopers were unaffected while they went over and dropped their bombs. I did use uh, the full um, scout because with limited viz, the rest of his army couldn't touch me, so... I was able to scout range two of his uh, bar, nice. and and then it, it, it like basically that's one of the dream scenarios that you've got is that exact set. You want limited viz so that you can take advantage of your scout because you want the ATSTs in the face. Because yep. when you've got three of them, it's a lot harder to get behind one of them. Correct. Because there's two others in the uh, the echelon formation, not the chevron yep. formation, not you know however you're running them. It, it's <laughs> it basically ended up as a line. Yeah. Uh, I went to that corner yeah. and then I 
kind of backed them up and pivoted back to the rest of their army after I wiped that side of the field. Um, and then it was just a matter of he has to come towards me to drop to get his bombs in range. And then I'm dropping bomb like, you know, I, I drop bombs and I'm just like, I don't need to detonate this, but you can't get to it. So I'll drop it, move my troops away and then I'll detonate it. So I'm not hurting myself. Yeah. But he had to keep coming towards me while the ATSTs are pouring fire into them and he has to drop the bombs. So he ended up hitting himself with the bombs in some cases and is just, this is rough for him. Like he was saving. I, I feel like he was saving above average on all of his rolls. Cause he was rolling, you know, I'd hit him for eight. It's just like, yep, I got enough aims. Here's eight, no cover. And he would roll, you know, five or six almost every time. But it's just, the amount of fire that I had, especially once you get the standby turn. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yep. It's just rough. Yep. Um, and it, it, it had that icky feeling coming back where it's just like, I know he's a, a newer player and it's just like, I want to teach you the game and I'm trying to help you out. But like, this is still, man, this is brutal. It was brutal. Yeah. He, he did get his, his, um, his moral victory. Anakin came in and killed one of the ATSDs. Um, but Good. it was just, it was rough. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's a good transition onto a main topic there. So, um, obviously that was a game that brought it home. I remember when you were teaching Zach how to play and the conversations around how that went as well. So I know this is something you've had for a little while. It's just something that I continually struggled with and I, I, I'm still struggling with it. So I just want to pick your brain and, Especially yeah. when you you guys on um, lack of focus, you had talked about it uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, um, it was just something that is just like, man, like I don't want to be the guy that is like, yeah, I don't want to play against you. It's like so, then I don't get games, and then it's just like I don't want to be the guy that is known for crushing face, you know, type of things. I mean, it's something I generally don't talk about too much because. This is something you want to internalize and kind of deal with, but I'll give a full disclosure. You know, it's just us two talking, so it's fine. But like, I'm running uh, X Wing Nights on Friday night. We've had a bunch of new players coming out. And I, it was like six, eight weeks ago now, a little while ago, but really busy, like looking after the kids, a lot going on with Dice stuff, working, Jill's working. We've just got back from the UK, you know, a lot of like outside stresses. So yep. I'm just going to go down, get a game of X-Wing, and just have some fun and come home. And I I don't play competitively anymore. I don't really go to tournaments. I generally host the tournaments, but I enjoy playing serious games of X-Wing. You know, where both players are trying. Right. It doesn't have to be a top-tier list, but the list that you've brought, you're trying, you're, if you're chasing a gimmick, you're, you're doing you're it engaged. Yeah. You're engaged in the game. And... I end up having to play with a new player and I only had a list that I had a scum list that does scummy things, you know? Right. And I'm like, so I've got to go through and do the dance and make it fun. And I, I just, it was fine. I, he had a good time. He learned a bunch of things. We went through like movement options. Why you, sh you know, generally basic base level tactics and moving on from, the fundamental rules of the game 
to choices you want to make while you're playing. But that was my one game for the night. The way that the evening fell, everyone else was lined up, so I ended up just going home. And it's pretty unfulfilling. I, sure. I didn't, I didn't get what I wanted from my night at the club. You know what I mean? Sure. So sometimes I, I get it. It's not always. I don't. I generally don't talk about that side of it because I don't want people to feel like, oh, I, I don't want to make Chris not have fun next time I play. You know what I mean? Sure. Because I was happy to do that thing. It's just I hadn't put right. that hat on when I left the house. I'd put. Sure. I'm gonna. I've got a scummy list of scummy things. I'm going to ruin someone's day. Right. But you don't want to ruin the new person's day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gen- you want to give one of those those older guys that are like, oh, come on, Chris. And you're like, yep, deal with it. You know? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, generally with X-Wing, um, it wasn't usually an issue because I packed multiple squads into my box and it's so fine. I can pull out, you know, the generic, um, pretty simple, straightforward, really obvious what it's going to do. Yep. Like my my training wheels list. Sure. And then it's generally I find um, a binary game state is relatively good for new players to kind of understand the win conditions and stuff. So when we get to talking specifically about Legion, it'll get a little bit more tricky, but. It's just the games are so much longer. It's harder to do, especially when you're doing a practice tournament. It's like, hey guys, next week is the store championship, so we're going to run a practice tournament. Yeah, this is practice for the 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 next week, and so it's just like that's. I mean, I'm not going to be playing, so it's part of it is I'm I'm trying to help this guy practice, and it's just like that's how the flop went. I mean, realistically, I should have just said, yeah, let's re rack and try again, but I didn't. because I well, also wanted to win, and it's just like, yeah. oh, Alan, get so, out of your own way. Basically, for Legion, there's a couple of things. I do do think that if you have those newer players, or there's no easy way to talk about it, but if you have those players who just aren't generally as good or switched on or as engaged, you know, they just want to push their favorite Star Wars model around the table in the Star Wars universe, Make pew pew noises, make, make lightsaber noises, whatever. Sure. Like, it's there's a reason why I had to stop using Darth Maul because I'm terrible. I just want to run in, throw my lightsaber. Yeah. Ooh. I don't want to take a dark saber because I like this double bladed lightsaber is cooler. You know what I mean? I'm just playing him wrong. And I know, I know I'm doing it wrong. And he dies because I'm doing it wrong. It's fine. But I'm getting what I want out of those games. Sure. And I. I don't want to jump around too much. I'll continue that train of thought. But um, having those potential to do two lists is a, a, it's harder to do, but it can be worthwhile. My approach for Legion, and you guys see it in our group chat when we're talking, like you and Zach will be making lists and it's tweaking every bit of like power you can get. I'm like, yeah. Derpafloop, I've got to take this because I don't want to bet. I'm not running Bosk in my list because I don't want to have to buy a second Boss to paint the base the same as the rest of my list. Yeah. Yeah. Zach and I are very much power players. We want want to be competitive even if we're not at the 
the high tier level events. Like we want to do well. We want to squeeze every bit. We're we're scratching that itch of optimizing to the nth degree of whatever our list yeah. is. So um, the the best advice I can give you is that try to stop winning games in list building and try to start winning games on the table. Hmm. Because I'm doing pretty well with my Scarif list. I don't think it's a good like. I think it's a really good Scarif list. Sure. I don't think it's a top tier Empire list at the moment. Not being top tier uh, Empire is still, if you're I mean, reasonably top Empire, it's still probably in a good spot. Okay, so Krennic is, where do you reckon? If you tier list the commanders, probably at best a uh, B tier. Probably C or B, yeah. Yeah. Um, then my operative, uh, I'm running either IG or Bosk, so... I think A tier at least, yeah, both of yeah. them. Yeah, I mean, so that puts Bubba Fett and Op Vader in S tier then? I would say, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, then well, my Shore Troopers, I'm running Officer and Gun. So probably overloaded for general wisdom for what your core should be in Empire. So I would consider it suboptimal, but like obviously that's not what you're going for. So yeah. Um, then the mortars of mortars is you either have them or you don't. But I right. think having them is an S tier car choice. Yeah, I, mortars well, I think are in a good position right so now. I, I I would put my corpse units as A tier because sure. I, I think the S tier mortars are dragged down by the suboptimal choices I've made for the the mainline sure trooper units. Sure. Then two snipers uh strike teams, probably by A tier for activation padding. I feel like I would rather have clone snipers if I got the choice, but I don't, so I'll take the strike team I get. Um and then two units of death troopers like loaded up to a gills with everything they can take is probably not the best choice sure um but the list does what it does it has a plan it has a function and like it's still a gun line every unit's got like access to range four apart from krennic or um yeah every unit i have right mortar yeah, reaches like right it. yeah so there's only krennic who dances around not really doing anything for half a game but gives me access to deploy the garrison so you know i have to take him sure um <laughs> i mean that's what i need to do is just like i don't know well it's like having and like, if you don't have a tournament coming up finding something like that that you can lean into because i'm leaning into that like we've spoken about this in the past i think i've said on the show before like I have a 501st list that I want to do, which I'm trying to make a good 504, uh, 501st list. I have my Blizzard Force stuff. I have my Remnant stuff. I have these things that w would be more competitive lists, but I'm trying to focus on this because it feels more fun for everybody involved. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. I guess I've just been in tournament mode for this up, all the way up until now, and I'm just feeling like I'm... I, I don't know. Because all I'm of not... the games up to this point, it's just like I'm either practicing with one of the other guys. It's like, hey, do you want to... 
I want to get a game in. Do you want to get a game in? Do you want to practice for the upcoming thing? It's like, yeah, I want you to try and table me. It's like, okay, gloves yeah. are off. Here we go. Yeah. You and, pass and that's, for it. That's, and that's the correct thing. Different. It's very yeah, different. But... Or if I'm, you know, I've been playing, we've been iterating Sean and I, you know, he's been working on his double ISP list and he wants to, it's like, well, let's, let's see what happened with, uh, after, uh, Blizzard Force, you know, Blizzard Force yeah. has changed. Let's try it. I want to iterate. Let's try another iteration type of thing. And then it's yeah. like, okay, this is a practice tournament. But like at so, the same time, like when we get into the practice tournament, there's, there's players that are very, very so, good. And then there's the, other players locally that are not. The and thing, I don't want to the push them away from you tournaments. Is that, um, you say you're not playing the Star Championship. You're not the for you to practice. Right. So for your game two opponent, that's the person you said you'd have that discussion with. And it sounds like he's the one who instigates that level of game. He's the one saying to you, I want you to try and table me. Sure. Your assumption is that every opponent's going to try and table you anyway. So that's irrelevant. You need to know how hard you need to go. Right. But for the newer players, they don't know there's an option on the table. Sure. So you've got to get that mindset that you have to be the one to bring it up. Right. Yeah, because so, maybe they just don't know how yeah, but, to ask. Like, they don't even know to ask. They've come to a practice tournament. They don't know that there's an ability to say, right, what kind of game do you actually want to play? Right. And at the Star Championships, if you're playing, you know, gloves are off. If you don't crush that new player, the next opponent will. Right. So at that point, there's nothing you can do. But sure. There is, and you'll do it and regret it, because you'll think, and I, I do this all the time, because the reason why I don't win our events, because if I get put up against a weaker player, I'll try to play down. But sure. then, if, then you're putting yourself at a risk of variance, so then you'll lose games. Yeah, I don't like losing games. <laughs> that's like, no. that's like I, I, that's, no one does. That's a problem. That is a a problem no, that I have. That it's just no, like I, I think the problem is you've got to acknowledge that no one likes losing games. Sure, but someone has to. So someone has does to. The, and it, does the like, fun of playing the game is that enough to make losing the game worthwhile? Or keep getting and retaining more people in the community? Like, is a hundred percent more important than me winning? just a random pickup game yeah well that's what i would do is kind of and it, it doesn't take much like i one thing i've been back and forth on is do i drop bosk and one of the death troopers add in op vader and a third strike team then i've got a 10 act op, op vader list which it's still not an optimal empire list with what's sure. on the table but Opvade is pretty good. So I think yeah, that raises the level. And I mean, I could probably drop the officers and upgrade to Boba Fett. And that's a much better list. Right. But uh, And that's not a hard change to make. That's a couple of extra cards in my box and one extra model. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Like part of me wants to go try a remnant list, but then that means bringing troopers and people really don't like dark troopers or where we don't like them around here um just because well, you know i tried double dark again, troopers a couple times and 
did yeah but things. you take a single unit with one heavy and the extra gun to keep the points down so you can actually get the the two e-webs in, you know what i mean right if you take the s tier or s plus tier dark trooper unit with frag and um assault cannon take some of those d tier units to kind of you know level balance it, out. it out yeah sure because then the challenge is actually getting the value out of those dt units because you know you can always rely on the dark troopers to do what they do sure but what are you doing with that scout unit like is that actually the star of the show if you can make it so the dark troopers were irrelevant and it was the scout troopers that are winning your game suddenly people aren't as bothered about playing about the dark troopers sure because there are other threats in remnant right but if you go fully into it and make that everything about supporting that s plus unit that's what the focus is always going to be on and it's the same game nothing's actually changed other than the perception of the game the psychology of the game Hmm. but see i've been watching a bunch of um garbage on youtube about um like 90s 2000s pro wrestling and like the psychology of when they put the baby face over and when the heel goes over and sometimes you've got to play as the person you want to be in your community you've got to bounce between being the baby face and the heel sure so it's the psychology of when you go baby face and you're pushing your uh your suboptimal units around the table and everyone's having a good time and then you can still be giving them oh so i probably wouldn't do that here or like on a but when when the flop goes down, talk through your if you've got first ban, talk through what the flop is, what you're banning, and why you're banning towards it. All right, I think you probably want to do this for these reasons, so I'm going to try and ban this one so it's harder for you to do. Right. Like tell them the things that you're worried about them doing, because then it'll be a harder game for you, so you're getting better practice as well. Sure. All right. And yeah, the obvious thing is obviously take backs are good as long like roll it back a turn for an extra shot if you need to you know um uh the thing i I tend to not do with stuff like legion is like don't what reverse cheat like don't leave suppression on yeah you want to follow the rules because the only as much you can hinder yourself by doing stuff wrong like that if you need to recover to get rid of a suppression so that you can do it do that action but explain what you're doing and why you're doing it sure like, talk about the game you're playing and why you're playing and it goes back to x-wing again because there's more hid- hidden information in x-wing it's an easier analog for me to follow in my head but it's like after dows are placed i'll say i'm going to wreck you this turn with, with this ship because I've, i think i know what you're doing and that, like my dows set we'll talk about it afterwards so I, there's, I've got the heel smack talk in the, for what I'm trying to do, but it's still teachable moments. And like, there's threats here that you've not seen. What is it? Let them work through it. But it's all like banter and heel dynamics. Just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, oh, I don't know. It's no, difficult. It is, but that's what being a community leader is, man. Right. It, it's hard. It's tiring. It's a thankless task because. You you have to simultaneously be good at the game because no one wants a community leader who's terrible at the game, but you can't be too good because then no one wants to play you. Right. And like, you can't throw games because then people don't appreciate having beat you. Right. And you know what I mean? There's 
there's no winning. Right. It's a thankless task, but it's but, worthwhile. So I I like to think that I did a good job at least with that game, the practice game against David a couple of weeks ago, where it's like, yeah, I lost breakthrough. Um, I don't feel like I threw that game. I made honest mistakes. I tried to save it, but that was definitely a learning game where we were talking back and forth. Okay, yeah. this is what I'm trying to do. This is you know stuff like that. Like I was still playing Blizzard Force, but like so my attitude is um, that. If I feel like, not, not even if I feel like I could beat my opponent, like, if I don't feel like they're the best player in the group, then I want to help them get better, uh, if they want right. to get better. Some right. people don't want to, and that's okay. Sure. Because they're the people you get to take the stupid list against and both have fun crazy games that you don't get to do against a person who's try hard in for a big tournament because sure. if you take that stupid list against that person you're ruining their night as well right but like having that talk through a game because they're a new player and it was a learning game there's always teachable moments in a game uh you you can't win a game if there's not a teachable moment unless it's pure dice because there has to be something that you did that was better than what they did so if you tell them what that was, then it gets harder to do for you to win next time. Right. But then the next win's more rewarding. Right. It, it, then it's just, you know, a better game. Yeah. Well, that's, it, it's kind of, if you, I, I do it quite a lot now. Um, and it's just that prattle, obviously. I don't do this because I dislike talking. Um, I feel like I'm a relative. I'm actually not. I hate people and I hate, doing it it's all a facade but um when i'm when i'm in that mindset of like i'm at the club i'm whatever i'm playing you're doing the social activities and because that's what miniatures gaming is it's a social thing for me then i'll always be like oh this is gonna do it's like oh i should should, i'll probably do this here i'm not sure if i thought like um if I take the aim and then shoot, or do I don't want to shoot and then I can move. Like, I should probably do maybe two wounds. The aim might get me an extra one. What's that extra wound going to mean? Right. Like, if, I, if I'm not pushing through into heavy or unit leader, does the extra wound matter? Probably not. So I'll do the move instead because I should get you to the next shot is going to remove your heavy regardless of if I aimed on this shot or not. Sure. And that, you know that's an option that i'm thinking through at the time of like doing the math in my head so you just talk it out right yep like going for the the death trooper shot i spoke about earlier where it's okay I'm, I'm gonna my plan had been to um recover for my red guns so that i could fire all of the red guns at the scout and the heavy at the atst because the scout was annoying me i wanted him dead it would have had no cover takeaways low profile I've got three guys, uh, so I should get at least two hits. He's on a white save. He should fail one of them. He's dead. And then the heavy into the ATST, maybe do a wound. But he put the bike there. So then I'm like, right, well, do I do... If I do what the white gun at the bike, I don't ignore its cover, and I might, I need basically a crit or two hits on white dice. And I'm not going to spend my aims on that white shot. So that's better going into the, um, the scout trooper because at least it'll be another suppression over there. If I get a crit and he fails, 
great because that's dead whereas in it only would have been a wound on the bike doing the red dice into a bike removes its cover i probably get two hits and it's got two wounds left so a bike could die then the shot into the atst is always a shot into the atst right but like that i literally talked that out with brian as i was going through it that's my sure. mindset i wanted to do this i can't you've given me opportunity to do this now so i've got a decision to make like do i throw one red dice at the the trooper and then four white dice at the bike sure. you know where do I, how do i make these pools up and why do i make them up that way and yep. like, maybe i'm wrong that's what i came to he's got like five or six suppression already an extra one's going to keep him suppressed so two dice as long as i roll a result great if not right. it's not the end of the world killing sure. the bike would be a bonus and then um plinking something on the atst i think i ended up killing the bike not doing the atst and not getting any suppression on the guy sure oh you know what i mean it's like one of those things where it didn't work out perfectly but you go for the big hero plays because you want those big hero moments and that unit would have been like mvps if they pull that off sure sure yeah but, yeah and yep. i think kind of acknowledging your your above average roles or the below average saves oh it's a bit unlucky there or what you know what i mean but then you kind of gloss over the reverse when they spike and you don't on your saves it's like that's one of those things and that's the hardest one for me yeah it's having i can generally do one of them but when i have to do both in the same games it gets difficult it's tricky yeah i i try to do at least with the dice thing it's like well that's that's a little above average or that's below average and you know most of the time i i try not to tilt but sometimes it's just like oh man come on generally i don't worry about a little above or below it's like some of them are massively one way or the other it's just like so the game against brian is the easiest one to go through um was like he um didn't he didn't pass a white save for eight rolls uh yeah he'd done eight rolls and i was like he did the um with one where the yeah the vehicle moves over you and you have to roll a dice i can't remember what command card that is uh Um, that is uh drive them out yeah um it was like i'm not rolling these white dice because i'm rolling terribly you'll have to roll them and i rolled and then two of them died two of my guys died i'm like okay take them off and then he was like okay i'm gonna roll and see what would have happened and he rolled three out of the five it's like well (laughs) but you've rolled it you've rolled the dice now so now so i when he again i shot his atst got a wound he rolled a dice and failed i'm like it's like oh i'll roll paint eventually like brian you just rolled three it's not the dice's fault like i get it but yeah you killed stuff here like you've you're slightly below average and then i think the scout trooper lasted like that unit scouts came in end of turn one and i killed finally got rid of him at the top of turn five sure just one guy i just couldn't kill him like i'm firing full squads of um, shore troopers into him um death troopers it wasn't through lack of trying that i couldn't deal with it but uh, that's the saves he made that sucks for brian but it's not dice then is it it's still unlucky but like it's one of those things where 
talking about dice that's become irrelevant. Sure. You're either, you, you were either lucky or unlucky in the game, but equally... But did you set yourself up for success yeah. or failure? Yeah, you know, yeah. dice are going to dice, but the decisions that got you where you needed that role, is that where you wanted to be? Yeah. Which is a different different teaching moment type of thing. Yeah. And I, I feel like teaching the mechanics of the game and the strategy and the tactics, that's not something I struggle with. It's like, hey, it's a learning game. You'll want to do this. Here's some things you want to think about. You probably want that's to do what this. I'm saying. You don't want to do that. Every game is a learning game. Sure. If if you want to get out of the mindset you're talking about, you have to think of every game is a learning game for you and your opponent. Because by you talking about your stuff out loud, if they disagree, they might pipe up and say something. And then you can Or they'll just choose a different action or do whatever. It's like okay. No, but uh, even for your stuff, it's like, oh, I, I'm going to do, I'm thinking about doing this for, uh, for this reason. If they say, oh, but what about this unit I've got in cover over here? If you do right. that, and it, it kind of opens up different thought processes. And sure. The, the more uh, the more of the web of options that you see, the better player you're going to be. And right. Yeah. So that's, that's the way I kind of approach it is. I try not to do learning games anymore. Every game's a learning game. It's just how hard I try or how um, bad my list is. Sure. In either direction. Gotcha. Hmm. Yeah. Well, hopefully, it gives you something to mull over. Yeah. I'll have to. I'll have to. I mean, it's it's a constantly thing. I just have to keep working on it. Yeah. Well, uh, it I appreciate like it. You're, you're growing a community and it's getting bigger it's a long slow process especially for a game like legion which does involve a decent financial commitment it's not like a card game or like x-wing or you know where it's a relatively low jump in point it's a commitment to start playing legion so any amount of growth is great uh, yeah if um any of you guys listening have any ideas on how you get go about it if you vehemently disagree with my approach, that's good too. Just come and talk about it in the Discord, leave a comment, and uh, I'll get back to you about why you're probably right and I'm wrong. It's okay. But, <laughs> yeah. And that would be the Dice Hate Discord. Uh, yeah. Find it find in the Find the link. Notes. Yeah. And the show notes. It's at dicehate.com. There's also an online store now. Dicehate.com. There's a store tab on there. You can go dicehate.com dot com slash store they have all of our felt her cases and gamers grass so if you've seen my at my show troopers i used the gamers grass laser plants on those so they're very pretty i'm a big fan um and yeah i'll be adding more of the custom stuff to the store as and when i get pictures of them but we'll have stuff like a deployer garrison silhouette markers um lack of focus uh, tokens, lack of evade tokens, um, all of that kind of merch will get added to the store as well. And um, yeah, it's how does, great. How's the like banana tree, like Gamer's Grass thing? Because it looks like it's a sticker sheet. Um, so if you click on it, you'll see some of them that they've made. But the banana, banana tree are on some of my um, show troopers. I used a mix of oh, banana tree and bracken on my show troopers they're like a vinyl type material um so you can fold uh, them and bend them into shape and it holds that shape 
Gotcha. Okay, so it is like a it is like a sticker, but then you you make it into a three D shape. So it's not. Uh, it's printed double sided, and it isn't sticky. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's Sorry, printed it's correctly. Not a so, yeah, one side of a leaf is like different. It's like lighter. The other it's side the is darker. Side one's the other yeah. side. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. It's just um, flat, and you have to peel it yeah. out and then form it. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, they're really good, actually. I was unsure of if I would like them, but I used them on my uh, Eandon Wraithguard army for Warhammer 40k. I used some of the alien plants for that. Um, and then I've used the uh, banana tree and some bracken on my Scarif list because I wanted them to be more in the tree line than yep. on the beach front. Oh yeah, I think they look cool. They're on my Instagram. Yeah, I, I agree. I think they do look great. I was just it's like the the tufts and stuff make sense, but like yeah. some of this stuff looks like it's flat pack, but then it's three dimensional and I just didn't understand. Had to yeah. ask. No, it's good. They are great. This, I like them. This hobby like moment brought to you by Dice Hate Store. <laughs> yeah, at some point I'll be doing um um, videos and stuff will get back onto a store as well it's been a lot of work actually getting to where it is because shipping um the the commerce platform i chose doesn't actually integrate with any of the shipping companies in canada so oh, i no. have to man manually weigh up, uh do various boxes and kind of figure it out so it all tears from your cart properly so that i don't lose my house on posting stuff to people but, yep. Uh, patrons get a ten percent discount uh, at the moment on the store, and um, yeah, I'll be doing other offers. There'll be the, one of the plans that I had, which I, I need to figure out if it's actually feasible, was to give patrons um, uh, money back in store credit. But I don't know. I'll figure it out. I don't want to owe you too much money. Probably a discount is probably just fine. Yeah. But no, it's been really good fun. Um, I enjoyed getting the store set up. It was um, nice to see it all come together, especially when I changed my mind halfway through for the organization and sorting and I had to go back and redo all of the stuff I'd just done because I'm a moron. <laughs> I, was, I was halfway through doing the game as grass, and I think I'd organized it into wild tufts and small tufts. And I was like, no one shops like this. You want the beige tufts to be together whether they're wild yeah, you, or small yeah you just want it I, I sort by color and then then i want to yeah. look at what so shape I, did it I, want. By, I did it by size um, right so that's how it's organized and then i've got mm -hmm. a, a special alien section because that's got some cool stuff in there or um all of your very colorful terran planets yeah i'm using the uh the turquoise alien turquoise at the moment it's one of, one of the different colors it's like no. a, a nice green with a deep blue in the, in the center of it it's cool oh yeah that's pretty yep there you are folks so that shilling is brought to you by dice Hit productions buy my stuff and we'll see you all next time